now it's Just Plane Radio. Yeah. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can fly. Take me to the Brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. It's your lucky day. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. You got a plane. Call Just Plane Radio toll free now at 888-884-2FLY. And the sky's the limit. That's 888-884-2359. Sir? I'd like you to take the helm, please. I'd be glad to. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me, along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew for Just Plane Radio, the show devoted to the aviation lifestyle and learning to fly. All right, so uh, kicking off the show today, if you're a pilot and you're looking for a gig, I think we got the ticket for you. Do we not, Dennis? What do you think? A- absolutely. I mean, pilots can kind of write their own tickets, but really anybody in the aviation industry that's looking for work uh, is going to have their choice of offers uh really if you look at how the industry numbers are uh we talked a couple weeks ago about how boeing is forecasting over six hundred thousand jobs by 2030 i think it was or 2035 uh there's just a pent-up demand i mean i see it here in the airport you know fairly small scale i own a little mooney and i can't get a mechanic to come work on it or it's months to get it in to have something done why? Because nobody can get enough people to meet the demands. Mm-hmm. And so there's got to be a way to connect people that are interested in work or even college students that are looking for careers. There's got to be some guidance in companies that you can go to that can say, hey, I look at this. And that's how I ran into the folks at JS Firm when I was at AirVenture. They were actually, uh, they they kind of were the gate guardians at the uh, careers building, uh-huh. which By the way, I highly encourage people to take advantage of that. It was air conditioned. They had a couch. They had the Delta (laughs) booth right next to them with cookies. And (laughs) it was a pretty comfy place to hang out while I was waiting for Tom to show up. Cookies and AC. We have Abby from uh, jsfirm.com with us uh, in that organization. Thank you, Abby. And obviously, you're a genius for being able to tap into that. uh, Those luxury items that uh, pilots find attractive, especially at a place like AirVenture. Yeah, thank you, Greg and Dennis, for having me. And uh, Dennis, like you said, we kind of have, um, what's the best word for it? I mean, we have prime real estate in that career tent. And what's great is the majority of those companies use our website to advertise their open positions. So even if you miss the EAA career fair, you can go to jsfirm.com and search those same opportunities on our website and apply. There you go. And, and you know, that's what's uh, so important right now. Like you said, uh, a lot of pilots, if you're looking for a gig, you have a ton of options. But how do you wade through that? How do you know where the primo spots are? And that's what you guys specialize in. Abby, is just connecting those pilots with the right gig or what? We do. So on our platform, we have over 30,000 job, aviation jobs on our website. So everything, wow. pilots, mechanics, avionics. Um, you know, flight attendants, flight paramedics, if it touches an airplane or is in the industry, it's on our website. So we have a really awesome job map on our website too. So you can search, you know, by your state. And even if a company is not hiring, we have pins on our map that will show you every aviation company. I I don't want to say in the country, but I think we've got them all. So even if someone's not hiring, you can search the companies and we recommend, you know, call them, go to the, you know, everybody's hiring right now. Right. Um, even if they're not advertising on our website, they're hiring. Go to them, call them. Everybody's hurting for people right now. Sure. Now, uh, do you think, uh, from your perspective, I, I mean, you kind of alluded to this already, but is it as strong a market for pilots looking for jobs as we've been hearing in the news, even in the mainstream media in that regard? It is. And it's, um, 
it's crazy. You know, I, you, you referred to the Boeing report. Um, I did a presentation uh, with Matt Johnston from CAU uh, dur- at AOPA's booth at EAA. Whew, that was a lot of acronyms. <laughs> I got them all out, though. Um, and we we also, we always refer back to that Boeing report. And they actually lessened the number by about 10,000 this year, but it's still upwards of, you know, 650-some thousand right. you know, people that are going to be needed through 2035. And um, so much to the point I was telling Dennis that, uh, my daughter actually just joined the flight program to get her bachelor's in flight operations at Bowling Green State University last week. So, you know, me, I, I'm not a pilot. I'm definitely an enthusiast. But when she told me, you're like, mom, I, I, I want to be a pilot. And I was like, you know, after sitting at EAA and talking to the Delta captain and just hearing and seeing for the last year, you know, eight years, the opportunities that are available for pilots is, um, it's crazier. That's crazier now than it's ever been. Well, yeah, you figure you know somebody and you might be able to hook her up. And and that's yeah. how a lot of these gigs happen is is it really helps if you know someone and you have to make that connection somewhere. And it sounds like your website, ha- you know, helps grease the wheel in that regard. Yeah. Do you also cover like, you know, what the going uh, salaries are? Do you get into that uh, type of stuff too on the website or do you leave that up to just once they make the contact with the potential so employer? The past- and, you know, let's say pre-COVID, we would encourage companies to list their salary on our website. We do have a, a, a text field for that. Currently, we've actually been telling companies, because it's so hard to hire people right now, we tell them to leave it as negotiable. Because what's mm-hmm. happening is we find that the uh, the job seekers, so, you know, whether it's mechanic, pilot, or, you know, who, who you may have, they're comparing those offers. You know, they're printing those job ads, and they might take it to their current employer, and they're like, look, I can go here and make X amount of money, you know, and they're using it to compete. So we're like, uh, you know, I would probably save that for a phone conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, So we're not too much into the salary, but, you know, you mentioned the schools. uh, JSRM.com actually partners with a lot of aviation schools, uh, mostly maintenance schools. And we will zoom in to their classroom, just like I'm doing with you now. And we go over resume tips and Tell them to get on our website. It's free. And our goal is to just get JS Firm and we order them pizza. So we want to get JS Firm branded into their brain so that when they do graduate, they'll think, what was that website? You know, where can I find a job? And But now, you know, they don't have to look very far to find a job. There you go. I got to love that. Now, what about age? When it comes to Captain Dennis and he's on to his third or fourth career choice uh, in his job lifetime, he's flirting with this idea, even though he's on the upper uh-huh. Uh, my scale. boss might be listening. No, I'm not flirting. But, but well, I'm I mean, once curious. you re- once you retire from that uh, current gig, yeah, you, yes. you know, he he's flirting with the idea, like, eh, this may be something that I want to get back into. Uh, there's a lot of opportunities for older pilots that may have thought, well, I don't really uh, have many options, but that's not necessarily the case in aviation right now. Is that true? Uh, absolutely. I think because you know there's such a need right now that age. I mean, obviously, you have that age restriction restriction with the uh, commercial airlines but right you know there's so much opportunity even within the corporate world of aviation um you know for pilots and so much to the point where companies are also completely paying to type rate pilots in whatever aircraft they're flying mm-hmm. and they have like one like you have to stay with us for one year and we'll type rate you and you guys know how expensive those type ratings are so sure, yeah you know, that's again that's what they're using to encourage people to you know come work for them I I know this is going to put you on the spot, but is there one of like the coolest uh, jobs that you've seen pop up on your website 
there at jsfirm.com that you would think yeah. like, wow, I, ne- I never thought about that as an aviation job, but here it is. Come and get it, Goodyear boys blimp pilot. Maybe that would be kind of a cool one. Which one? What? Goodyear blimp pilot. Is, is that, has that been a posting on, uh, on your website? The, there, there have been blimp jobs. Wow. Um, one for me that has always stuck with me since I met a job seeker. Uh, we were at the uh, HAI trade show. It's a helicopter trade show. Um, and they came up to me and said that they found their job. And it was a mechanic that was being paid to live on a private yacht and maintain the helicopter while the owner, you know, was floating around the island and they would take, so there was a pilot and a mechanic that lived on the yacht and operated this guys. And I was like, are you, I'm like, that was on our website. How How did that slip by my eyes? I should have pulled that one back for myself. Yeah. And the kid, I, you know, I say kid, but I bet he was 25, 26 years old. And he was like, yeah, I'm living on a yacht, you know, and I just, I maintained the, the helicopter. And, you know, when he's not working, he's, swimming and enjoying, you know, a life of luxury. Got to love it. Well, obviously it's a huge resource for our pilots that are looking for jobs, but uh, if you're a business and you've had trouble filling those slots at your flight school or in your aviation business, whatever it may be, uh, you might want to check this website out, jsfirm.com, if you're not already aware of it. And Abby and the gang will help you connect with those folks, right? That's the whole, uh, you know, business plan. Yeah, absolutely. And we've never been even, you know, I thought we were busy before COVID. It's just crazy. That's good. It's better being busy than bored, as I always absolutely. say. So we'll take it. And uh, Abby, good work. Keep at it. And uh, thanks for being on Just Plain Radio. Yeah, thanks for having me, guys. And we got more coming up. Stay close. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Approach the great and powerful Roz. Uh, Dennis, uh, Hangar 18 down the street. Smilings! The great and powerful Roz knows why you have come. Okay, uh, some spark plug wires and washers for my Mooney 201. Silence! The magnificent Roz has every intention of granting your request. Great. But first, you must prove yourself worthy by bringing me a stick from a Cirrus Vision Jet. You know, I'm not a fan of the whole flying monkey thing. I think I'm going to call aircraft spruce and specialty. Oh, okay, you got me. Uh, just a man behind the curtain with a aircraft spruce catalog. Pretty cool, though, huh? You don't need a wizard to find parts for your plane. You need Aircraft Spruce and Specialty. Supplying the aviation industry for over 50 years. Aircraft Spruce and Specialty. Call 877-4-SPRUCE. 877-4-SPRUCE or go to aircraftspruce.com. That's aircraftspruce.com. Whether you're a flight student, an experienced pilot, or simply an aviation enthusiast, there is a place for you as a member of the Aircraft Owners and Pilots Association. Join AOPA to get the latest general aviation news, safety resources, and technical support you need to sharpen your skills and become a central part of the nation's vibrant general aviation community. Learn more about becoming a member at AOPA.org. That's AOPA.org. Do you have a message or product you need to share with the aviation world? Well, look no further than Just Plain Radio. Just like you, thousands of aviation enthusiasts are hearing this message. And we could be talking about you and your product or service as early as next Saturday. Remember, a terrible thing happens when you don't advertise. Nothing. 
go to JustPlainRadio.com. Send us an email and let us get to work to make your marketing message matter. Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. I can never be with someone who likes Joni Mitchell. It's clouds illusions, I recall. I really don't know clouds at all. What does that mean? Is she a pilot? Is she taking flying lessons? It must be a metaphor for something, but I don't know what it is. I just want to fly. I come burning out the sky up so high. arms around me, baby. This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot. That's me, along with Captain Dennis. We are your crew navigating the latest aviation news and information. Maybe turning you on to some uh, new jobs. I mean, that's a pretty cool website, uh, jsfirm.com. If you're looking for a gig, that might be the place to start. Uh, up to you. Now, actually, uh, Dennis went a step further and found a couple uh, unique gigs that are out there or, or, or paths that people can take that caught your eye. Uh, other than the helicopter on the boat and the the perks you get with that gig, what 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 other jobs in aviation have you found, Dennis? Well, what I saw was actually you know for giving people careers in aviation, getting them started early is obviously important. You know, in high school, you really have no idea what you want to do with the rest of your life, right? Other than right. hang out with your friends and watch football on Friday nights. You know, mm-hmm. they really what else? But there are opportunities and paths out there for kids that are interested. And that's what a lot, I think a lot of these uh, businesses and uh, companies and industries are starting to figure out that we need to get into the, the next generation early and show them that working on airplanes is a lucrative career. It's a good career. It's something that they can do. You know, people may not even think about it. Did you know that Airbus has a large aircraft completion facility? They do final assembly of Airbus airliners in Mobile, Alabama. Huh. So if you were a big fan of model cars and things like that when you were a kid, you know, matchboxes. So, I mean, you could make your uh, childhood fun thing into your career. Sounds like to me. Exactly. That'd be, that'd be part of it, wouldn't it? Right. How would you like to, in high school, be working on college credit, which, you know, if your school offers it, I highly encourage you to take advantage of those programs. But here is an opportunity where the local college is partnering with the high school to provide aircraft mechanic hands-on training that gives you college credit. And guess what? That experience tees you up for a job at the Airbus Completion Factory in Mobile, Alabama as well. Nice. So in high school, you can already be working on having a good long-term career uh, you know, right out of the gate instead of trying to stumble through the next, you know, through your teens and 20s trying to figure out what you want to do with the rest of your life. Right. Here you go. Yeah. Uh, so Sounds way better than woodshop too. I mean, <laughs> well, it is kind of the same, but yeah, but you know, it's not wood shop. It's, you know, it's instead of welding, you're, you know, maybe learning riveting, but you know, it's a partnership with the uh, aviation manufacturing at Faulkner tech in Mobile, Alabama. And they're partnering with big companies. Like I said, Airbus was one snap on tools is providing the tools. Well, you know, that's so that they can get the kids addicted to the snap on truck. Yeah. You know, hey, they're working. I it. mean, 
So a uh, great opportunity. And they're not the only ones I've seen, you know, other programs like this. We talked about the, the University of North Dakota program where the high school kids can work on their private pilot license during, and get college credit for it in a partnership with UND. Um, and in Vermont, there's a nonprofit that's just started up kind of offering the same type of program to give kids hands-on experience to maintain airplanes. And in fact, they're trying to expand it and cover electric airplanes as well. And so they've got a special shop designated uh, to be able to repair like electric motors and wiring and cabling necessary to support the up and coming EV tall and other technology that's going to start supplementing what we see every day in general aviation. Well, you know, maybe one day the the old Continental and Lycomings might go away in favor of a Siemens electric motor or something. You know, right? Well, you know, back in high school we had a uh, what mechanic. Uh, oh, shop. Did you have a small engine shop yes. and an auto repair tech? Right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And woodworking. I learned how to make a lamp and how to make, a, you know, fix a lawnmower engine. So things are evolving into a little bit more challenging and cooler stuff. Well, uh, and there's more than one school that we've seen that is uh, has an actual class, you know, their shop classes building things like a Vans RV12. Right. You know, the kids build it, and then the local EAA chapter, you know, helps them out with it, and then they uh, put together a flying club. The kids can get to learn their pilot, get their pilot's license in the airplane they built. That's way more fun than you know making a lamp in high and school. And I think they'll take it a little bit more shot. seriously if they know they're going to fly in it. Yeah, right? but they did that at Air Venture, right? Well, right. and that wasn't just kids; that was anybody, anybody that okay. came to the show could come in there and pull a rivet or two on that Sonics they were building. Mm-hmm. But these are uh, like skid, or you know, these are like kid. Uh, you know, kid programs or, you know, kids in high school looking for like a career choice, I guess, right? Yeah, this is like vocational education right. opportunities in high school. Okay, there you go. Well, and, and as uh, fun as it sounds, I mean, even someone like you and me might want to get involved. Would they let us back in that class or do they got an age limit on the high I, side? I suspect these classes are probably age limited, but there are a number of programs that community colleges that are actually attended more by people our age well that's um, it's kind of like what all the kit planes and rv nines and 12s and, and that's pretty much what that is for older adults isn't it you get you go to air <laughs> yeah. venture and you hang out and you go to these it, seminars it's you, therapy yeah well therapy right but you learn how to do these skills that yes. you know these kids are being offered uh up in high school now so they, they got a little leg up but that's kind of the same thing as what they're doing with the uh, older folks Right, and I mentioned programs. it uh, after AirVenture that there is a, uh, a program down in uh, Kansas where you can get your lights, uh, light sport repairman certificate, which would basically allow me to work on, uh, you know, some flight design CT or some of these light sport airplanes that are out there. I could actually be a mechanic and work on them at my age. And then in three years, if I continue to do that, I'd actually be able to test for it, get my actual A&P. And there's a couple of community colleges that offer a similar program. And so they've got a lot of adults that are coming in for these 15-day programs to become a mechanic because they can't get their airplanes fixed or they want to do something different with their retirement. Mm-hmm. And so there you they go. They just want to know because a good pilot is always learning. That's what they Correct. say, right? And yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, so all these ideas, I mean, does it tempt you personally to want to uh, just do more? In that regard, you see this new class, you're like, you know what? I could do that. I'll just set up this program and I'll do it on the side for myself. You you I'll, think I'll that honest, way all the time. I, I do because, you know, it gets really frustrating trying to get a mechanic to come out here. Everybody's so busy. And it's like, look, I know how to do the work. I just can't legally sign it off. 
So what would it take? Well, it's just not practical. I can't take two years to get the requisite amount of hours of as a, a uh, how do I want to put it, a helper or whatever you need to do, you know, uh, assistant working under, the, you know, assistant Protégé. or something like that. Yeah. Apprentice. Apprentice. There we go. Right. So I just, I don't have the time. I have a full-time job. I've got a family. I just can't go and spend, you know, several thousand hours at the local AMP shop, you know, turning wrenches and cleaning spark plugs to get the requisite experience. But I would love to be able to be a mechanic and work on and legally sign off my own airplane. Well, that would be great. You could get that done, get that certification. Uh, and then I'll come in as your apprentice and then you could look at me and say, you're fired. I'm just, <laughs> I like that idea. <laughs> Can we just do that now? Probably just shouldn't even start the process. Now that I think about it. Uh, look, uh, you want to be better in your bonanza? We're going to tell you how next on Just Plain Radio. Just Plain Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. Imagine traveling twice as fast as you can drive. Imagine taking friends and family snorkeling, surfing, skiing, shopping, and more to exotic destinations. Imagine attending business meetings in cities far away and still making it home at night. Or just imagine exploring the wild blue yonder. Quit dreaming about it and get to it. There has never been a better time to become a private pilot. And flight training professionals in Orlando will show you how. Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is your full-service flight school. A state-of-the-art flight simulator, a fleet of the latest Cessna aircraft, and a staff of full-time seasoned flight instructors are just a few of the many reasons Flight Training Professionals in Orlando is the place to start your aviation adventure. Call 407-896-0077. That's 407-896-0077. Or go to ftpros.com. That's ftpros.com. You are now clear for takeoff with Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. If this company is a plane, then this is Richard's damn plane. And if he wants to fly it in the side of a mountain, that is his prerogative, and it is our duty. Climb on, strap in, and have a fiery death right behind him. I, I, I don't know. I don't know about that. This is Just Plane Radio. Gregor, co-pilot. That's me, Law Captain Dennis. All right. So he has a Mooney two hundred one, and uh, his fellow, you know, Mooney owners, uh, they call themselves Mooniacs, right? Is that it? Yeah, that's what we refer to ourselves as. So if you have a Bonanza. Are you a Bonanziac or what, what is the name for, I don't know, uh, Tom's going to help us out with this because he specializes, I guess, in uh, making Bonanza pilots better aviators. Is that right, Tom? Is that what you try to do? Uh, yeah, that's one of the things we try to do. Um, I'd probably say beach guys. There just doesn't seem to be any. We've got to work on that. But Bonanza pilots need some kind of crazy nickname. <laughs> But uh, but they're awesome airplanes. I mean, these are kind of like I don't know. I I would I kind of consider uh, bonanzas as like limos in the sky. Is that a, a fair way to describe it for our, well, someone not familiar well, with them? Or uh, what do you think? Beach, 
Beechcraft always marketed the airplane primarily as a business aircraft for the business owner to to get themselves around the country. Yeah. Uh, uh, of course, you know, with 75 years of them out there, many, many of them are used recreationally for personal use. Uh, but uh, the, the original design intent was to create something that was a, an easy-to-fly, solid-feeling business transportation machine. Mm-hmm. And so it, it is SUV-like or, or um, limo-like in some respects. Right. Yeah, a little panache uh, to yeah. owning a uh, you know bonanza. I think. Whereas, like the Moonies, or I love them to death, but they're more like on the sports kind of you know Porsche yeah. kind of uh, vibe. Whereas, uh, you know, you you meet someone with a beach crap bonanza, it's like, oh, this guy's doing good. He's <laughs> he done good for himself. But uh, but they do have their little quirks and things, and and that's what you try to educate the pilots on to try and make them better beach crap bonanza pilots. How? Right. Exactly. Uh, Any airplane has its own systems design and therefore some specific techniques that you need to know to operate them in normal, abnormal, and emergency situations. And the the, the, uh, design varies from one model to another. As a matter of fact, it designs uh, the, it changes throughout the lifetime, the production lifetime of the, the Beechcraft Bonanza. Uh, at American Bonanza Society, we support uh, Bonanzas, Debonairs, Barons, and Travelers. There are 57 different pilots operating handbooks that we support. And uh, each one of those, it was that Beach didn't put out a new handbook just because it was a new model year. It was because they made a change to the design. So even within the Beechcraft community, there's a certain amount of type-specific training that is needed in order to get optimal performance out of the aircraft and be safe in it, uh, uh, in, again, in, in normal and, and abnormal situations. Okay. So, and you can check uh, these, this group out, uh, bonanza.org is the website for the American Bonanza Society, and connect right. with Tom and that resource, obviously. But you know, give us a few examples of what makes uh, the things you want to look for exactly or try to tweak when you're, you know, trying to fly a bonanza like that. Well, that was the reason I reached out to Tom in the first place, uh, because I have two neighbors here that own bonanzas here in the air park that want me to do training with them. And right. obviously, being a Mooney guy, I know how to fly a Mooney pretty well. I've got a lot of time in Pipers and Cessnas as well. I have very little time in a, in a, in a beach craft. And so I thought, as a, an instructor, I would be doing myself a disservice if I didn't find out what some of the best practices and community guidance is behind flying a Bonanza. If you're going to teach a guy to fly an ILS in a Bonanza A36, you know, their bigger airplane, it's probably going to be a little bit different for settings yeah. and techniques than it would be in the Mooney. So I want to make sure that I'm educating them properly. And that's how I reached out to Tom. And it looks like I'm becoming the next new member of the American Bonanza Society and going through there. What would you tell someone like Dennis there, Tom? Well, uh, we have a lot of resources specifically for that reason. ABS was founded 55 years ago by a a duo of Beach Bonanza owners specifically to share techniques for flying instrument procedures in the airplane, and it's grown beyond that point uh, significantly. But uh, uh, we have uh, our our current... uh, 
product offerings or, or member service offerings include uh, products for the pilot themselves and then products for the flight instructor. Uh, our signature program is called BPPP, the Beechcraft Pilot Proficiency Program. It's been in existence since 1983, and we provide type-specific transition and recurrent training in the various models of beach airplanes. Uh, what we have now is a free online ground school. It's about uh, 25 modules. It takes about six and a half hours total to complete, but it goes through the uh, essential systems of the aircraft and specific techniques uh, for normal, abnormal, and emergency procedures with each of the systems. Hmm. Uh, we call it the the uh, the best program, the Beechcraft Essential Systems and Techniques course. And we have best courses for variations of our airplanes. But in any event, if you were to take this class as a pilot or as an instructor, you would learn, for example, about the fuel system and how the fuel system operates in your particular uh, model of airplane and how you operate the fuel system. You know, the limitations that apply, uh, fuel management techniques, those sorts of things. Um, then you would move on to the next one. You'd learn about the landing gear system. You'd learn about, and we also include uh, segments on performance, whether or not to use partial flaps for, for short field takeoffs, that sort of thing. Right. And it's not always a yes or no answer. There, it, it depends on the conditions. But uh, by the time you've gone through this entire course, you have received essentially the level of information that you would have to have if you were required to have a type reading on this airplane. So that's what we have uh, for the pilots called the Beechcraft Pilot Proficiency Program. For the flight instructors, we have the ABS Flight Instructor Academy. The tagline there is how to teach beach. And what this is for, it's for an experienced flight instructor who, like Dennis, is now going to be teaching in a beach product. And this is a four and a half hour course. I think it's 19 modules. All of the modules are, we try to keep them to about seven to 13 minutes so you can get in and out and view the modules. So you, so you know pilots' attention spans then. <laughs> well, right. it's, uh, I, I certainly know mine. What the uh, Flight Instructor Academy does is goes through the syllabus that we have developed over 40 years of teaching in these airplanes, our own internal limitations, the things we won't do and why we won't do them, and then specific techniques for teaching the information that was learned in the best course. So if you are uh, an aircraft owner and you're wanting to learn about your airplane, you would take the best course applicable to your particular model of airplane. If you were a flight instructor, you would take the best course applicable to the type you were going to teach in. And then the Flight Instructor Academy course for a broader education on specific techniques for teaching the systems, procedures, and techniques. Nice. And so you go through these programs and these, uh, are these actual certification things that are recognized by the FAA and, well, uh, or, or are they just more your own general knowledge and then you go get a, a type, uh, certification? Well, well they, there is no type certification required for these, uh, but they are recognized by the FAA WINGS program, so you can get WINGS credit for them. We used to do it in a, a live weekend presentation event. You know, everybody flies to Columbus, Ohio, the third weekend of May, and, and we do these ground schools and then a flight training component, which we'll come back and talk about in a moment. But I got my ATP in about 2000 in a Beach Baron. 
And I remember the first question on the oral exam, he threw a piece of paper and a pencil on the desk and he said, draw a diagram of the airplane's fuel system, including all the vents, switches, valves, whatever, and then describe the operation of the system in normal, abnormal, and emergency situations. That's exactly the level of education that we provide now uh, for all of the different models of these airplanes. Excellent. Well, there you go. And it kind of goes back to a good pilot's always learning. And that's what they do there at the American Bonanza Society. Uh, Bonanza.org is the way you can go and uh, connect with Tom and the gang there and uh, be a better pilot. Or an instructor. Or 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 an an instructor. instructor. Yeah, for sure. We got more coming up on Just Plane Radio. Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. With Just Plane Radio, the show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. You can't fly. No, but until I can, I have to set up for piloting a plane. Let's do it. Come on, Bernie. You can't ground this eagle. It needs to soar. You know I can do this. We've come this far. Don't you be scared now. Cause you can This is Just Plane Radio. Greg, your co-pilot, that's me, Law Captain Dennis. We are your crew navigating the latest aviation news and information. Okay, so um, I, I got a pretty big adventure coming up. I'm going to spend a couple weeks in Fiji doing some scuba diving. You can hear all about it on our sister show, Scuba Radio. Uh, but there is going to be an aviation component of my travels and i'm going to cover it here on just plain radio accordingly uh two things first off we got a, a couple puddle, puddle jumper flights and uh some brand new twin otters that fiji airways operates and uh, i've been hearing some pretty good things obviously obviously those are workhorse machines for a lot of the caribbean islands of course we'll be in the pacific there in fiji but uh, but this is going to be a newer version of the Twin Otter, and and I think we're going to get a pretty good uh, little tour. Uh, it'll almost be like a scenic flight through the islands of Fiji that I'll be able to talk about. So that's one aspect of what we're going to experience. But the one that I'm really looking forward to, if that weren't enough, is the fact that I'm going to fly first-class domestic uh, from Orlando to L.A., and then... I'm going to compare that first-class experience domestic here in the USA with what Fiji Airways operates as business class. And I've already seen a little preview of what to expect, but I have a feeling uh, the domestic carrier is once again going to be put in their place. And I'm going to go, daggone it, why can't they do better? That's what I'm expecting, Dennis. What do you think is going to happen? Well, yeah, you're probably going to get ruined because, you know, with <laughs> right. a carrier that's got got to manage uh, flights with, you know, 10 hours in length, I think is a trip from L.A. to Fiji. Yeah. They they definitely have to keep their customers happy, you you know. Well, and so, that, that's one thing. I mean, you could put it specifically on the carrier, but I, honestly, I've seen this trend on pretty much any international carrier when you compare our first class or business class domestic to an international flight. It's really sad uh, as far as how the domestic guys don't seem to, I don't know, just don't seem to match up well 
to what they give you on the international side of things. What do you think? Well, are you going to get a pair of socks as soon as you check yeah, in on Fiji? Usually, you know, you know I, I, I haven't been to Fiji in like over 10 years. But I do remember last time I did this, I was, I mean, it was like one of the first big long haul international flights that I did was to Fiji. And I was blown away at the service they provided then. And now Fiji Airways has one of the newest fleets for any airline in the world. I mean, they literally, all their planes are like uh, four years, maybe is the oldest uh, plane that they operate right now. It's it's pretty impressive fleet that they offer. And uh, so I think the machinery is going to be even better than what I experienced then, but just the service in general. I mean, you know, I was like, I was like, what? what is this, silverware? <laughs> it's like breakable glass, real metal knives. Are you kidding me? Now, now maybe well, that has changed. I don't know, but I, I got that on my last Delta first class flight, and the, granted, it was only from uh, you know RSW to Oshkosh or right. to Madison, Wisconsin, whatever that was. But they did actually have real silverware, and okay. I got glass. Well. Uh, you know, my my soda was in a glass glass, not just a plastic cup. Right, so and I and I, I might I, be pleasantly surprised by what uh, the domestic carrier offers up as first class too. I mean, it is Delta. And, and they, they do a pretty good job, but, uh, you know, and, and maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised. And, you know, I mean, they did reach out to me and say, hey, what do you want for, for your meal? And all, it was like something I couldn't pronounce. So they're at least, uh, you know, the, they're stepping up their game a little bit there in that regard. So it might be, might be on par. I don't know. We'll see. But last time this happened to me, I was just shocked at the difference in quality and, and stuff and the experience we had. Maybe it won't be that dramatic, but I don't know. I'm uh, I'm pretty I'm pretty pumped just to have the experience, you know. Overall, uh, because not only will it make the travel just much more bearable, but it'll be an interesting little experiment to see if that still holds or if the domestic guys are are starting to catch up a little bit. You know what I mean? I don't know. Right. I might well, be what, surprised. What airplane are you taking from uh, Orlando to L.A.? Whatever one. Know? They uh, put you don't me go on. and look at your reservation and see what type of plane you're getting. You know, are you getting an Airbus uh, wide body? No. Or are you flying? Okay, no, because that would be also an interesting comparison. Because you know, I'm looking at the the fleet for Fiji Airways, and right. they're you know Airbus 350s, Airbus 330s. They got yeah. apparently some 737s uh, mixed in there, and then of mm-hmm. course you mentioned uh, the little puddle jumpers. They have the twin otters and some ATRs. Right. So. There, there's definitely a mix, but it would be interesting even just to compare between, you know, a Boeing, uh, you know, if you were taking like a 767 or something uh, from Orlando to L.A. and then compare that to an A350 going on the overwater leg just to compare the amenities within the, the different types of airplanes. Too. Right. Well, and, and that very well may be the case. I, I, I think the Delta flight is going to be one of the older uh, planes, like you said, a seven, what? 37 or 47 767 I, I think it's one of those two uh i don't think it's one of the fancy ones the only reason i think i know that is because the first class is your standard two and two as opposed to those newfangled you know angled uh first class seats where you get your pod and the whole thing those are pretty sweet but I don't yeah, know, those Delta- are generally reserved for the wide body because they just don't have the room to, you know in a single aisle airplane to right. put the, the yeah the, uh, lay down pods or the delta one cabin or whatever they're calling it exactly exactly yeah i know i'm not on one of those aircraft and, and those would be pretty nice i'm sure but i mean, but it'll be fine 
but it's just going to be interesting just you know compare the food and the drink and the service and just see you know what it is you know fiji has a whole thing with their their culture is so cool the people in fiji are just mind-boggling uh nice i mean you know i've talked about this a lot on our scuba show but the people of fiji to me and all my travels is what sets it apart it's not the diving that i go there for it's the people that bring you into their home and you drink kava with them it's a whole cultural exchange that will blow your mind and it's really really nice but it applies to as soon as you step on their aircraft i mean they they that whole fijian culture thing kind of comes through and they they greet you with bula you know and you know, it's a Polynesian kind of vibe. It's really cool. It's a real. Do they serve kava on the flight too? I don't think they serve that on the flight, but that's the uh, the beverage of choice in Fiji. If you don't know about it, it's, you share kava with them, which is like a Fijian beer, uh, but it's a grinded up root that they uh, put in a, a sock and looks like dirty water. Doesn't taste that great, but it'll get you there after you drink a few coconut shells full of stuff. And uh, it kind of plays with you pretty uh, pretty well there. So that, but yeah, I don't think uh, I don't think they offer that on the aircraft. I would uh, that's a whole that's more of a a thing once you get to land because you don't want people hopped up on kava on an aircraft just like you wouldn't want them to get too wild on a aircraft with with booze, you know. But kava has a slightly different effect. It kind of messes with you. Uh, well, it makes your lips tingle and all this kind of stuff. It's a, you know, that's a different thing. Look it up, Google it, whatever you want to Actually, you know, they're doing. Or just like, go to Fiji and try it yourself. You could, you know, actually the kava thing is actually, uh, taken off here in the States. So you can find kava bars, like, uh, coffee shops that serve kava, well, kava. I think I drinks. sent you an article just last week. Uh, it was in our local newspaper here in Fort Myers that a kava bar has become one of the popular little hotspots. Right. So I was telling you, you should come down here and, you know, practice up before you go yeah. get your lips uh, um, acclimated. I'm going to just go to Fiji. I'm going to go for the real deal. Not one of these fancy, you know, trendy hipster hangouts <laughs> that are serving up kava drinks. I'm going to go for the real deal. Like I said, it's about the people. It's not about the kava. But it's also about uh, getting there and having a, a positive experience. So, you know, I'm very uh, anxious to kind of cover this. And I'll, you know, talk about it on the show here maybe as early as next week. You'll have to tune in and find out. But uh, it's going to be an adventure on many, many levels. And on that note, we'll wrap it up. Till next time, remember, there's no better high than learning to fly. Just Plane Radio is brought to you by JustPlaneRadio.com. I say we take off and nuke the entire site from Morbid. Your aviation resource on the information super skyway. It's the only way to be sure. Just Plane Radio is a production of Overboard Entertainment Incorporated. But just plain wrong. Remember, you can listen live or to archives of past shows worldwide over the internet at JustPlaneRadio.com. I'm going to leave my people up to the radio tower. So tell a friend and take off every week with Just Plane Radio. And I'm going to make a call. The show devoted exclusively to flying and the aviation lifestyle. (laughs) 
Listen up, everybody. I have some news. The opinions you just heard on Just Plain Radio are those of the hosts, callers, and guests. We are screwed. They are not necessarily those of any station or network, its management, or advertisers. A little too far. Cross the line. There are many factors to consider before learning to fly. What is your problem? So make sure you do your own research and get the proper instruction before your exploration into aviation. Thank you very much, sir. Have any questions or comments? Feel free to do so via the web at JustPlainRadio.com. 